Hi there! Welcome to Lighthouse Christian Fellowship. We are a soul-winning ministry who seeks to equip and disciple people to do the Great Commission. May this message breathe hope and life to your soul. If you haven't already, kindly share this to your family and friends on social media. Today's weekly message will be shared by Pastor Leia Hope Badoy. Be blessed! Put our hands together for the Lord. Come on. Hallelujah. Jesus, this is for you. This is for you, Lord. Father, Lord, we just honor you right now. We welcome you in this place. And Lord, we open our hearts, Lord, to receive your word. Father, we know that your word is sharp. Your word is alive. And your word changes and transforms us, God. Father, we pray that the seeds of your word fall on the good soil of our heart today. In Jesus' name, everybody say, Amen and Amen. You may all be seated. So the title of the preaching today is The Power of Biblical Giving to God. The Power of Biblical Giving to God. Today, we're going to talk about Christian giving. I was debating whether I should proceed with this or skip with this topic on financial giving because, you know, many people think, oh no, here comes another pastor talking about money again. And that's how many people think when the subject of giving comes up. I was weighing on whether I should talk on giving to the Lord and His work. And I realized the last time I preached about giving was four years ago. Sadly and unfortunately, this is one topic that has been overused and overemphasized by prosperity teachers and greedy preachers. The hype, the manipulation, the hard sell money, the hard sell way by which, you know, it's being practiced has tainted the whole concept of Christian giving and has given it a negative perception. We hear of many ministries making unbiblical practices when it comes to giving. Some churches and some preachers are after people's money and so they give great emphasis on giving, giving, and giving. Now, financial giving can be a sensitive topic. It makes people uncomfortable when you talk about money. It is a touchy subject. But the Bible has a lot to say about money. In fact, there are 2,350 scriptures on finances and giving. And so talking about tithes and offering is very essential to our obedience and growth as a Christian. Now, there are many churches and gatherings today that resorts to unhealthy challenges and tactics made on wrong appeals. And what are the unhealthy and manipulative giving practices? First, steering guilt. Next, putting pressure. You put pressure on people. I remember attending a conference na maka-turn off yun kay ang, ang, ang nag-challenge, halos ipahurot ang kwarta sa tanang tao na itak-tak, itak-tak daw lahat. Ako ba, hindi naman ni Mao. Then, lifting pride. 
Yung bang special acknowledgement to those who give more. I remember also attending a conference which I was really turned off because uh, the, the, the challenger, you know, Sige, manghatag ta, dako na to paghatag. Tapos, uh, Sige, kinsay maghatag o 1,000 tindog. Nga ako, I had 1,000 then and I was willing to give it. Pero, Sige, there's something wrong. Kasi parang hindi maganda yung ginamarginalize mo ba? Na, paano yung hindi makabigay ng 1,000? Mulingkod lang ka. No, murag, murag marginalize ang givers. And so I did not give my 1,000. I remain seated. But there, there are challenges that lifts the pride. And then, casting threat. No, casting threat. Kanang, muhatag eh hadloko na alam. Ang dili muhatag matonglo. Na itonglo mo abot sa ibang panimalay. Kanang maingala ko ng mga style. And then, ito, marami ito. Focusing on prosperity and blessing. Yung ganing iiwet ang imong steer ang imong appetite for the blessing of God. So you become prosperity focused. Na sige, okay, ang maghatag karon, ah makapasa mo sa inyong mga exam, ang mga estudyante nga maghatag ron, makapasa sa exam. Na ay blessing ang muhatag ron, na ay blessing madawatan this week, maka-sales ka this week kung mag-tides ka. And so some people really resort to that. Sadly, some people resort to that. All sorts of hype, manipulation, and drama just so that people would give. Now, if you have been coming to this church, you should know by now, we do not do that. You don't see 10 boxes here in front, all over the place. We don't make a challenge at the beginning of the service, offering na po sa tungha, offering na po sa ending. No guilt tripping, no pressure, no coercion, no hard sell challenges. Truth to tell, it's always difficult to teach some subjects like money and not sound like you're asking for money. In this church, we preach about giving, tithing, and offering perhaps once a year, twice a year at most. Because this is not our emphasis. But because this is part and parcel of the whole teaching, the whole counsel of the Bible, we must learn and the church needs to learn about giving and biblical financial principles. And so today, we will talk about Christian giving we will talk more on the principles rather than the practice. And when I talk about Christian giving, the discussion covers all forms of giving to the Lord. And I will have a teaching flow today, which means that I will not do much explaining. My, the topic is long. I'll not do much explaining for lack of time. But I will quote many verses and I will let the Word of God speak for itself. So to start with, giving is biblical. Can you say amen to that? Giving is biblical. Christians are to be generous. Our God is the greatest giver of all. Our God is the giver of all good things and He expects His children to give as well. And as believers, we are called to give generously, cheerfully, and sacrificially. 
There are different types of giving. I want to spell out four different types of giving. And these four are all mentioned in the Bible. Each type of giving is very important and valuable in its own way. And every giving has a promise that comes with it. Number one, first fruit. Say with me, first fruit. First fruit is the portion of any increase, harvest, or new source of income giving to God, given to God as an offering to acknowledge that He has first priority in our lives and that He is the owner and the source of our fruitfulness and increase. So first fruit usually, first fruit giving usually happens at the beginning of the year. It is giving from the first income. It is giving the first, the best, and the finest of our first produce to God. Exodus 23, 19. Each year, bring to the house of the Lord your God the first produce that you harvest. Proverbs 3, 9. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruit of everything you produced. Exodus 34, 26, you must bring the best of the first of each year's crop to the house of the Lord your God. Exodus 22, 29, you shall not delay to offer the first of your ripe produce and your juices. Numbers 18, 12, all of the best of the oil. All of the best of the new wine and grain, the first fruit which they offer to the Lord, I have given them to you. Now in the divine order of God, the first belongs to Him. God claims the first fruit of anything. Now first fruit is your first giving, your initial giving. You don't always give first fruit. It's not a regular giving. Sunday after Sunday, month after month, it's on the beginning. Yet, because it is first, there is something powerful and special about the first, that the first fruit is key to massive blessing in your life. Amen. First is first fruit. Second, tithes. Say with me, tithes. Tithe is a tenth. Or 10% of your income given to God. The tithe belongs to God. You know, in the grace of God, God allows us to keep most of our income. You get to keep and enjoy 90%, but the tithe is not ours. It belongs to God. Leviticus 27.30 And all of the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy unto the Lord. Malachi 3, 8 to 10. Will a man rob God? Yet we have robbed thee. But ye say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. 
Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that they may be meat in mine house. And prove me now herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open to you the windows of heaven and pour out the blessing, that there shall not be enough room to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, and he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time. In the field, saith the Lord our God. Now, tithe belongs to the Lord. And when you use it for yourself, it is like you are robbing God. Because it does not belong to you. So when you eat something, you use something that not, does not belong to you. That's for in the eyes of the Lord, robbing Him. Robbing Him. The tithe is considered holy and sacred to the Lord. It belongs to the Lord. Number three, offerings. Say with me, offerings. Offerings, there are various offerings. My seed offering, sacrificial offering, peace offering, my offering to the work of God, my offering to the servants of God, my special projects offering, my missions offering. So, all kinds of offering. Now, an offering is a free will gift. An offering is given, listen to this, over and above the tithe. It's over and above the tithe. So, it, if you don't tithe, you cannot give an offering. Until you give the 10% of your income, every money that you give is part of your unfulfilled tithe. Offering is above the 10%. Number four and the last, giving to the poor and needy. Alms. Alms could, is anything that is given to relieve the poor. It could be money, food, clothing, shelter. God expects us to look after the needs of the less fortunate. Matthew 25, 35 to 45. Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the list of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Hebrews 13, 16. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Proverbs 28, 27. Those who give to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to them receive many curses. So, when you give a meal to a beggar, that's alms. When you buy groceries for uh, a person, a family who is He's hungry. That is alms. When you give towards flood victims, fire victims, that is alms. Not giving to those with special needs. So there you have it. The four different kinds of Christian giving. Let us show those four. First fruit, tithes, offering, and alms. Now, I place first fruit as number one. Because it is the first giving. It can be one-time incremental or seasonal giving. Can you just leave it at there? Leave it there. Incremental or seasonal giving. You don't always give the first fruit. Now, after the first, first fruit is your first and priority giving. And then after that comes the tithe. The tithe is your regular and continual giving for the rest of the year. Ang tanong ngayon, nag-tithes ka na. Ang tanong, Naka-first fruit ka na ba? Dapat unahin natin ang first fruit. Tapos, 
bago ka magbigay ng offerings, bago ka magbigay ng alms, unahin mo muna ang tithes. Nagbigay ka na para sa flood victims. Nagbigay ka na ng pamasahe kay sister. Nagpakain ka na, nagfeeding program ka na. Pero wala ka pa pala nag-tights. Unahin mo muna ang tights because ang offerings and alms is over and above the tights. No? Over and above your tights and first fruit. Okay. Are we learning something? Okay, let's move to the next. Biblical reasons for giving to God. Biblical reasons for giving to God. We'll just let the Bible speak for itself. Number one, we give in obedience to God's command to give. God commands us to give. He's not requesting us to give. It's not an option. God commands us to give. The Lord Jesus expects and requires us to give. In Matthew 6, 2, Jesus said, When you give, he did not say, if you give. Kasi kung if, may choice ka. So Christian giving is essential. It is not optional. Number two, biblical reason. We give to lay up and store up treasures in heaven instead of hoarding treasures on earth. Matthew 6, 19-21, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will be also number three we give because it is an act of worship to God your giving is your worship to God. Let us not look at it differently. It is an act of worship. And that's why in a Sunday worship celebration, there is a dedicated time for giving of tithes and offering because it is a vital part of our worship. Number four. We give to show thanksgiving and gratitude to God who provides us, who provides for us. Deuteronomy 8.18, you must remember the Lord your God for He is the one who gives you the ability to get well. So our giving is an indication of our heartfelt gratitude. Our thanksgiving to God, acknowledging that, you know, everything comes from Him. Hindi yan dahil sa talino mo, sa galing mo, you know, sa iyong mga talents, kaya kayumaman, dahil yan sa grasyan ng Panginoon. Amen. Number five, we give to discipline ourselves and to keep us from being greedy. You know, man has a tendency to really hold on, to grab, and to be greedy. And when you give, it kills our self-centeredness. It takes away our love for money. And it takes away our dependence on our possession. In other words, giving, giving kills that greedy spirit in us. Greedy, uh, giving helps us keep our hearts right before the Lord and it helps us have a heavenward or eternal mindset. Number six, we give to help 
the needy. God does not like it when we neglect the poor. Proverbs 21.13 Whoever shuts their ears to the cry of the poor will also cry out and not be answered. Uy, kakulba. A biblical church helps people in need. Number seven, we give to God by providing for those who serve to advance the kingdom of God. Look at it this way. Your giving is a heavenly investment. Tithes, offerings, and first fruits are used to support pastors, missionaries, workers, church staff. It provides resources for evangelism, training, discipleship. Also, it provides for church operation, rentals, you know, lights, and everything. And this ensures that the gospel is proclaimed to the nations. 1 Corinthians 9, 13-14 Don't you know that those who serve in the temple get their food from the temple? And that those who serve at the altar share in what is being offered on the altar? In the same way, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should receive their living from the gospel. Another verse, Numbers 18, verse 21. I give to you the Levites, the tithes in Israel, as their inheritance in return for the work they do while serving at the tent of meeting. Number eight, we give to show our faith and trust in God. You see, giving is an act of faith. That we are trusting God to provide for all our needs. The natural inclination of man is to keep, to hoard, to hold on. Maniguro ka, magunit ka. No, kanang murag, hadlok ka nga, mahutdan ka, hadlok ka nga, basig, maubusan ka. And so, you refuse to give. You want to secure yourself financially and you refuse to give the Lord's share. And that is an indication of lack of trust, lack of faith. People with bigger faith are more generous. Hindi ka takot magbigay dahil malaki ang tiwala mo sa Diyos. The level of your giving is the level of your faith. Number nine, we give to honor God and put Him first in everything. Proverbs 3, 9, Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. Matthew Henry comments, God, who is the first and best, must have the first and best of everything. His right is prior to all other, and therefore he must be served first. Number 10, there's actually 12 of them. Number 10, we give to become more like Christ. As you become more generous, you become more like Christ. And every time you give, something is being broken inside of you. And a change is taking place. Every time you give, your heart moves towards God. And, and you become more like Jesus. And the more you practice giving, the closer you are to godliness and knowing God who is the most generous of all. Number 11, we give to experience the joy of giving. Giving is so impactful, transformative that you know, it brings a lot of joy, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose in our lives. And 12 and the last, we give and enjoy the blessing and the favor of God. We're not after the blessing. Our motive is always 
We give because we love God. We honor God. But givers can expect a reward and a blessing from their heavenly Father as they give generously. The word and the promises of God are true. Those who give will be blessed. Psalms 112, 5. Good will come to those who are generous and lends freely. Proverbs eleven twenty five: A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Amen. Now, let's move to the next discussion. There are different types of givers in a local church. So, there are actually six of them. Number one, takers. Say with me, takers. Takers are at the lowest level of givers because they don't give anything. In fact, they take. They enjoy the benefit of a modern church experience, sit down in comfortable chairs, enjoy really nice air conditioning, and probably even sleep or take a nap while the pastor is preaching. And then you enjoy worship and music of uh, music, amplified by hundreds of thousands of, you know, equipment, sound equipment. Your children enjoy child care and you just enjoy being here. But in spite of all this, they don't give back. They don't give back. Now, this is acceptable when people are new, when people are babes in the Lord. But it's where, it's where more, most people start, but it's not where we should remain. Dapat na ay kabaguhan as we grow in the Lord. Number two, tippers. Say with me, tippers. Tippers are those who give occasionally. They are, wala silang plano magbigay, pero na-prompted sila kay offering plate. They're prompted by an offering plate being passed, being passed or plea that's coming from the altar. And so, when prompted, tippers do, do just that. They tip. And they dig around their purse or their wallet looking for the pinakapangit, pinakagamay nga bill. And they give just enough for appearances. Don't give for appearances. You know, I really believe there's some tippers here because in, in our you know, past services, talagang when the counters of money, and daming mga envelopes, nagtitindig yung mga tao, naguhulog sila envelope, pero pagtingin mo na mga envelopes, mga bakante, empty. And so people stand, and give the appearance that they give, but they're not actually giving. Now, I like to assure you, you don't have to do that. Kung walang ibigay, okay lang. Huwag magtindig na kunyari nagbigay, okay lang. No one will judge you. Ang importante, totoo ka. Magpakatotoo tayo. Amen? Praise God. And so, uh, tippers will drop 20 pesos in the offering basket, but when they go out for lunch, they spend 300 pesos Kape piesta with matching chikwate and uh, suman. And tippers will not give, they give very little to the church, but when they go out, they order cafe americano or coffee latte. Something is not right. Number three, so uh, uh, takers, tippers, number three, starters. Say with, say with me, starters. Starters are the initial givers. Nagsugod na ka. 
You're not yet at the place where you can trust God with 10% of your income. Nagsugod ka palang ughatag, siguro mga 5% ka palang sa imong tithes. Pero, you should not stop there. Kaya dili pa na complete obedience. Okay? Then number four, trusters. Say with me, trusters. Trust givers are those that trust God, are those that trust God with a full 10% of their income. And this level is called trust giving. And, and really, something happens. Something happens when we start to trust God with a full 10%. Matingala na lang ka, gihatag ni mo sa gino ang 10%, pero ang 90%, di mo layo kahit naabdan. Gimultiply sa ginoo. Amen, no? And so, let's go to number five. Excellent and generous givers. Number five, they give over and above what is required of them. And there are, these people are at the stage in their life where, where they can trust God with more than 10%. So some, they up their giving to 20%. They up their giving to 30 percent they excel in the grace of giving now i like to emphasize this it is not the amount that makes you a generous or excellent giver actually you know the story of the widow in the new testament so si jesus naglingkod siya sa kilid nagtanaw siya sa naghatag og offering and the rich Poured daghang coins. Gihatag ang mga rich. Ang mga rich, they poured lots of coins. But this poor widow, when she came forward, she only dropped two coins. Two copper coins. But it was all that she have. And so Jesus said, this woman has given more than what the rich people have given. She is considered an excellent giver. Yung giving po kasi is proportionate to what we have. So it is not the amount. Kasi probably, nagbigay ka, studyante ka, atang na ako 50, pang jalibin, unta na ako ni Lord, pang jalibin ako ni, pero sige lang Lord, ibigay ko na ito. Ibigay ko na. And that's a huge sum compared to what you have that makes you an excellent giver. I just like to emphasize, it is not the amount of money that you give, but the heart to give more out of your need and out of your poverty. Are we learning something? Number six, intentional kingdom finances. Ito gusto ganaan ko, Lord, gusto ko ni Mahimong ministry. This last level is not for everyone. Some Christians are given the special ability to generate wealth and invest it in the kingdom of God. They are the people who give with much, they give much with a sense that it is their calling to finance kingdom work. I know of a man, but I'm so blessed to know of a man who is like a kingdom financer. Uh, in my younger years, while I was doing mission work, we would travel Laos, Burma, Cambodia, Thailand, and we would do medical missions. There's one dentist. His name is Dr. Warwick Hay. He's from New Zealand. He's deceased now. But we have been a recipient of his... You know what Dr. Warwick does? He gives 90% of his income to the work of the Lord. He would finance medical missions. He would finance 
uh, subsidize airfares, transport, and he would just keep 10% for himself. And yung na-meet namin itong nag-sponsor sa amin, kasimple niya. Kami, pag-arti-arti pa mi, may mga kalo pa mi, may mga ano pa mi, pag-abot, ulaw, mabudaanin niya, nag-shorts lang siya, nag-t-shirt lang siya, yeah, balik-balik lang iyang sulob dito sa mountains mi. Parang, but that's his ministry. He is the number one, one of the number one supporters of tribes and nations outreach at that time. Very simple man, but that is his ministry. He financed kingdom work. Grabe, palakpakan natin si Lord. Now, in this list, type of givers, takers, tippers, starters, trusters, excellent and generous givers, intentional kingdom financers, which best describes you? Identify your current level of giving. And I want to challenge you today. Move to the next level of your giving. Move to the next level. Amen? Ay salamat sa napulo nga nag-amen. Amen! Now, why people do not experience the benefits of giving? Why? Number one, stingy giving. Kuripot lang yun. Di ka naman kuripot sa ibang bagay. Grabe ka, mga travel goals mo, mga plano mo, dinag ko. Ang mga plan mo sa iyong cellphone, dinag ko. Pero pagdating sa giving, kuripot ka kay Lord. Ay, dili ko maghatag kay, wala mo kuy revelation kay Lord. Di mo na kailangan na revelation, nasa Bible na yan. Di lang yun ka gusto mo hatag. Number two, covetous giving. Hindi talaga mabless. Ananias and Sapphira, Sapphira, they held back price of part of their possession, back part of the price of their possession, and they pretended to give all. Pero hindi pala nagcovet sila, and then God judgment, God's judgment fell on them. Number three, leftover giving. Don't give God leftovers. Kalang tirat-tira ba? Sinsilio, kalang pinakapangit mo na ihatag, pinakagamay mo na ihatag. Abel and Cain, magkapatid. Abel, the Lord accepted and delighted in his offering because he gave the best. But Cain, the Lord rejected the offering of Cain because it was second best. It was not, it was sincilio, it was tiratira, it was left over. Number four, after the reward giving, you give because you are after the blessing. Lahi ang motivation ni mo mag-give. Okay man yung may seed assignment, Lord, this is for the house. Pero you always give out of love and gratitude for the Lord. Not for the material reward that will come back to you. Number five, prideful giving. You give to be honored by men by your great generosity. Number six, partial giving. Kaya naman pala, partial blessing. Kasi partial giving. Partial giving is partial obedience. We seldom give the exact amount God tells us to give. In tithing, for example, God's word instructs us to give 10%. Pero bright kayo ka, abuot-buot ka. Naghatag naman ko sa akong neighbor. Naghatag naman ko dito. Nagpakaon ko sa akong mga team. So, apila siguro to sa tithe. So, 5% na lang kay para mapunto sa people. Ikay nag-manage sa imong tithes. Ikay nagbuot-buot. And then, you give only 5% to the Lord and you are wondering why you are not blessed. 
You do not have an increase. How can God multiply back to us that which we have given in disobedience? Some people have recounted they gave less than the amount God told them to give and absolutely nothing happened. Are we learning? Now, the power and blessing of giving to God. The power of giving is multifaceted and extends beyond mere material exchange. Number one, abundance and overflow. Who needs that? I need that. Proverbs 3, 9 to 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth and from the first of all your produce, so your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. When we offer our first fruit, we attract divine increase and overflow. Number two, special favor. I also made provisions, Nehemiah 13, 31. I also made provisions for contributions of wood and for the first fruit. Remember me with favor, my God. Genesis 4, 4, and Abel brought an offering, fat portions from some of the firstborn of his flock. The flock, Lord looked with favor on Abel and his offering. Number three, protection. The tighter has privileges, and one of those is protection from devourers. Number four, provision. You are assured of basic provision. You must serve only the Lord your God. If you do, I will bless you with food and water. Number five, sanctification and blessing on the rest of your produce. Matingala na lang ka. Because you honored God with the portion that belongs to Him, you gave first fruit, matingala yung ka, kay murag yung ang imong the remaining, the remaining uh, portion that's left to you, you are able to do so much more. God is able to multiply it so that it will provide for you and your family. Romans eleven sixteen. If the part of the dough offered as first fruit is holy, then the whole batch is holy. If the root is holy, so are the branches. So first fruits are considered to be holy unto the Lord. And when you give your first fruit to the Lord, God blesses the remaining and it becomes holy to the Lord and the rest of your produce is blessed and sanctified. The first fruit offering attracts God's blessing upon the rest of your produce. Number six, blessing on your entire household. Ezekiel 4, the best of all first fruit of any kind and every sacrifice of any kind shall be the priest. You shall also give to the priest the first of your ground meal to cause a blessing to rest on your house. Number seven, honor. 1 Samuel 2.30, For them that honor me, I will honor, and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Those who honor God with their finances automatically attracts greater dimension of honor from God. And so, may I ask the worship team to come? Okay, can you call the worship team to come now? My last discussion will be truths and principles on giving. Truths and principles on giving. Number one, all people are to give, regardless of personal economic condition. There is no excuse. Madaling tayo mag-excuse. May bayaran pa magutubig, may bayaran pa magukuan, may tuition fee pa man good. Listen, the Macedonian church gave out of their 
poverty. The widow gave everything she has. If you have something to eat, you have something to give. Number two, giving should always be a voluntary act. It is a privilege, not just a mere duty. And we give willingly and joyfully as an expression of our faith and obedience to God. Number three, we reap in proportion to what we sow. And understand this, the reaping is always more than the sowing. Luke 6.38, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So you must sow bountifully in order to reap bountifully. Number four, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Number five, we give to show our love to God without expecting anything in return. God loves people with a heart that, you know, when you give, the, the, your giving spells love to Him. Your giving does not mean, nangayo ni ba? Nangayo na ni? Lihatag ni kay na ipangayoon. God blesses those expecting nothing in return. Not those who give but have a greedy heart. And number six, our giving honors God when we give Him the best and the finest. The next time you give to the Lord, ask yourself, is this my best? Is this the best that I can give to the Lord? Because give of your best to your Master. The sad reality Many people excel in many other things. You excel in many other giftings, but not in the grace of giving. And the Word of God exhorts us, excel in the grace of giving. Ask yourself today, am I an excellent giver? You ask God for the millions. You ask God for hundreds of thousands. Breakthrough, but give Him a seed offering of sincilio. How can that be? Many people are blessed only in part because they give only in part. Partial obedience results to partial blessing. Number seven, God loves a cheerful giver. Kasaya ng magbigay kay Lord. Ibang nagabig. Umiiyak, Lord, pag-cellphone ko to, Lord. Lord, mag-travel ko sa Hong Kong. No. It's always a joy to give to the Lord. Because when you love the one that you give, it's joyful. Diba? Where your treasure is, there your heart shall be. That's why when you give, you're excited. You're happy because you give to the one that you love. Number eight. Those who follow Jesus should excel in the grace of giving. Number nine, our giving should be a natural response to God's grace and love for us. And number ten, our giving will result in praise and thanksgiving to God. Did you learn something today? May I ask everyone to please stand. May I ask you today, 
How is your giving? How is your account in heaven? Are you storing up treasures in heaven? Are you rich towards God? Or are you storing up treasures here on earth? Because if your account in heaven is low and bigger, there is still time. Begin now. Put your financial house in order. Kung hindi ka pa nakapagbigay ng first fruit at feeling mo hindi ko yun best, pwede ka pang humabol. Kung partial pa lang ang tithes mo, pwede kang bumawin this year, Lord. Hindi na 5%, hindi na 7%, 10% na ang tithes ko, Lord. Never underestimate the power of giving to God. I tell you, you cannot outgive God. You give God a little. You give God a portion of what you have. And He blesses you so much in return. Each of us is blessed or cursed according to our obedience in giving to God. And when you put God first, listen to this. When you put God first, He blesses your obedience with true riches that cannot be bought by money. Maraming tao, maraming pera, maraming pera, mayaman, pero magulo ang buhay. Walang kasiyahan, walang Diyos. Give to God and He will enable you to do more with what's left in your income after you give the tithe, the first fruit, and the offering to the Lord. Perhaps you're wondering, nganong pait man? Grabe na magiging akong trabaho. Double jobs. Walay pahulay sa rat race for survival. And you wonder why? Nganong kulang man? Nganong uga? Uga man? Nganong wala may blessing? Nganong walay abundance? Let me ask you, have you honored God with your finances? Alam mo, yung pinaghirapan mo, pinagpalit mo si Lord, kasi sobra kang na, na, na-engrossa. Pagpapayaman at hanap buhay, isang sakit lang yan, ubus ang milyones mo. Isang nakaw lang yan, isang scam lang yan, tapos ang pinaghirapan mo. And many of us, listen to this. We need to break poverty mentality. That's one of the reasons why we cannot give to the Lord. Publico. Kulang. Nga nung muhatag paman ko, kulang. Kaya kulang. Kasi hindi ka nagbigay. Pastor Latour and I would always stand by this. We are blessed not because people give to us. We are blessed because of our own giving. You know, it's time to break poverty mentality. How do you break poverty mentality? You go against it. You break that poverty mentality by giving 
by sowing sacrificially. You give what belongs to the Lord. Don't be a taker. Don't be a cheater. Don't be a robber because I tell you, you rob God with a little, you lose more. In terms of health, in terms of peace, in terms of relationship status, you tend to lose more when you disobey God. You attract curses in your life. And you know, as your pastors, magsakit na mong dughan, magpait ko ni sila, nagliso ko ni sila, wala magod sila ka-obey kay Lord, nagpataka, magod nagsulod, nagpataka. Kaya grabe din. But when you honor God, honor God, huwag kang matakot mag-obey kay Lord. Hindi ka sa tao nagbibigay. Hindi ka sa simbahan nagbibigay. Sa Diyos ka nagbibigay. And your giving is a holy thing unto the Lord. I like you to understand this. When you give to the Lord, when you put, like you have a hundred faces, you have three thousand or two thousand, you put it in an envelope. When you put it there, it is a sacred thing unto the Lord. Your tithe is holy. Holy unto the Lord. And it is that holy thing that attracts the blessing of God, the protection of God in your life. And our hearts goes out to people who, who robs God because wala talaga, kaayuhan. Your life will not be better. And we're preaching this out of love to you. We don't want you to feel condemned. No judgment, no condemnation, but out of love, we implore you, give God what belongs to Him. Test Him. Test Him in this. Let him prove himself to you. It's not man who will answer you. It's God. Let God prove himself to you. That he honors and blesses what you give to him. We're going to give right now. In a little while, we'll have our time of giving. We intentionally place the giving part after the preaching so that we can have application. We want you to give with understanding. We want you to give with a right heart. We want you to give out of obedience to God. We want to encourage you to give your best and finest to the Lord, not because of the blessing or the promise, but because the love and the grace of God is so real, so real in your life. You cannot help but thank God and give back to Him. Lord, grabe, grabe ginawa mo sa buhay ko. Kulang pa to, Lord. Kulang pa to. And may we have that heart. May we have that heart. You give God because you love Him. You love Him. Where your treasure is, there your heart shall be. It's time to put your finance in order. It's time to honor God with your finance. Subukan mo. Isa nagtataka tayo. Ba't tayo nanakawan? Nasira na naman. Kasto na naman. 
nagkasakit, pabalik-balik ng lab test, pabalik-balik ng doktor, kalaki na lang gasto. Nasira na naman ang sasakyan, na aksidente. You're wondering why? Bakit parang walang protection, walang blessing? Why did I lose that close deal? Why did I lose that promotion? The key. Honor God. Honor God with your finances. Today, there are two envelopes inserted in your newsletter. One is for tithes and others, and the one other one for first fruit. Kung wala pa ka naka first fruit, unahin mo ang first fruit. We will pray and Pastor Latour will come up here later and pray for the first fruit giving and the other giving. Now, if you have a tithe that's due to the Lord, give it. Irilispo. And we're gonna worship. And we're gonna worship to help us make that understanding that this is my worship to God. This is my worship to God. And as we sing songs of worship, prepare your envelopes and after this, we will have a time of giving. Come on, let's worship. Can we lift our hands to the Lord? You are the Abido. Father, 
that there is nothing that I have that has not been given to me by you. Help me to give back to the kingdom generously without any inhibition. Come on, everybody talk. Father, in any way, I have fallen short of your glory in my tithe, first fruit, and other offerings. Have mercy and forgive me. In any way, I have defrauded you by not paying my tithe and offering. Please have mercy and forgive me in Jesus' name. Let's continue. Father, for all the giving that I have paid faithfully, let me be blessed according to your promise. Rebuke every devourer in my career, business, and finances, and let every curse upon my life be broken today in Jesus' name. Open the windows of heaven over me and pour me a blessing that there will be no room to contain it. Father, I ask for grace to give my first fruit, pay my tithes, and share my blessing. I thank you because once I was lost, but now I'm found. I thank you for the salvation of my soul. By these first fruits, tithe and offering, I hereby acknowledge that you are my priority. God, use this giving as a key to my increase, enlargement, promotion, and common favor in Jesus' name. And as I lift this giving to you, I recognize and worship you in this offering. As I now give it in love and gratitude to you, I worship you and I love you. Accept this offering now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may now come, go to the baskets and drop your offerings. Pastor Latour will come. everybody alam niyo po uh, this year can be a very great year it can also be a very tough year but when we have the favor of God when we are you know walay baraba sa pagflow sa favor and blessing the Lord it will be okay uh, so protection yun nato when we honor God it honors the Lord but it secures for ourselves the provisions of God even when times are hard the favor of God can come and even in very difficult situations it will come through. The blessing will come through because of our standing with God. Whether we like it or not, loving obedience to the Lord attracts favor from God. And we need that. You need that. I need that in my life. Amen. The Bible declares that in the, in the offering of the first fruits in the, in the scriptures, that they wave the offering. So I just want to uh, symbolically uh, wave this basket before the Lord. It's just a way of saying, God, receive our worship here we are here's our hearts here's our lives here are our offerings receive them lord 
in the name of Jesus. God, we offer to you right now our hearts, our lives, our offerings in the name, the powerful name of Jesus. And Lord, today by faith, O oh God, according to your word and by the power of the Holy Spirit, God, Lord, we declare your bountiful blessing upon those who give. By the power of the name of Jesus and according to your word, Lord God, we pray every prayer assignment for the first one offering, we pray, grant them, Lord. Basta enlighten lang da with your will. And it, and it's for your glory, we say yes and amen. Bless them, God. Bless them bountifully indeed in Jesus' name. Those who give their tithes, Lord God, in offerings, as your word says, Lord God, the, re the devourer is rebuked. And Lord God, Lord, your favor and blessing is released so that it's so abundant, there's not even enough room to store it, to keep it. Oh God, so Lord, we declare, Lord God, be honored, be glorified by the worship of your people, and we declare and receive your bountiful blessing in the name of Jesus. Let it be so. We say amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. We'll close in prayer in a while, but before we do that, kumeno ka yung prayer request or deed of any kind, financial, health, family, or anything, could you please raise your hand and we'll pray to the Lord right now. Come on, let's just do that quickly. Even those joining us online, come on, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare blessing, Lord God, some of finances. We declare, Lord God, blessing, some of family. Lord, let your healing and health come to us and our family members in the powerful name of Jesus. Lord, we pray and we declare, oh God, Lord, your blessing and favor sa aming mag-aaral, trabaho, negosyo, by the power of the name of Jesus. Lord, our ministry, our lives, Lord, our homes, our boarding houses, God, Lord, our travels, our cars, we are safe and blessed in the powerful name of Jesus. Salamat, Lord. Salamat, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. Just before we say the final blessing, I want to encourage those who have not yet surrendered their lives to the Lord. Jesus, the first offering you need to make is the offering of your life. I'd like to encourage you do that, okay? Don't say, next time, now is the time the Bible says. Today is the day the Bible says. If you're joining us online right now, by audio or video, you give your life to the Lord as well. It's the most important thing. So right now, could you please uh, come before the Lord and tell God, Lord, I surrender my life to you. Jesus, come into my life. I'm a sinner. I need you. Makasalanan pa ako. Kailangan kita. Patawarin pa ako, Panginoon. I give my life to you today. I surrender to you today. Lord God, Lord, ako kihatak ako kinabuhi sa iyo mga. Lord, dikot ko ang ayan kino. Mapasahin lumabag ko. But Lord, ako kinapangayo. Forgive me, God. Ako biyan ng sala. Ako talikta ng mga dautan. Kung ako masunod na sa iyo mga. Patawarin mo ako, Panginoon. Baguhin mo po ako, O Diyos, sa pangalan ni Jesus. Come to me now. Forgive me and change me, God. Come on, if you know you need to pray that prayer, give your life to the Lord today. Tell God, Lord, I give my life to you. Lord, forgive me. Lord, change me. And God in His mercy will come and forgive your sins. And He will give you a brand new beginning. 
So Lord, we pray changes today. Heal us, forgive us. Give us a brand new life in the name of Christ. We pray. Salamat, Lord. Salamat, Lord. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you are blessed, changed, and encouraged. If you enjoy this podcast, please share and click the notification bell so you will be notified for every new upload. Lighthouse Christian Fellowship can now be your home church no matter where you live. Head over to our Facebook page or YouTube channel and stay connected online. God bless you. Until next time.